Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fabulously Fit Podcast. I am part one of this dynamic duo. I am Kennedy, or at Bypass and Bougie, if you are looking for me on Instagram. And I am Danielle, at VSGD2020 on Instagram. All right, you guys, we have not been on for a while. We apologize for that. Life just got crazy. As you guys know, I am in Montana. Danielle is in Arizona. So the podcast is something that we do on the little bit of free time that we both have at the same time together through Zoom. So sometimes it can be a little tricky, um, but we wanted to hop back on. It is almost summer, so we should have a weekly episode coming up for you guys um, because we will have all kinds of time. So I'll give a little brief update and then we'll jump into Danielle, who was just at the bariatric retreat, which I'm sure everyone wants to hear about. So I don't think on the last part I had this updated yet? Maybe I don't know, but I got a new job for next year. Um, so I have been interviewing and applying and just trying to find a social studies and history job. So I actually accepted a job in Roberts, Montana, which is just a little small town about 45, 50 minutes away from where I am. So I will commute, um, but they're on a four day school week. So I'm school on Fridays. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, like one Friday a month, I have to work like eight to noon. And then I'm done. And that's just to help kids that are like falling behind or need to catch up. So I'm really excited for a four day school week. And um, because of Montana having so many rural areas, it can be hard to find teachers for those rural areas. So I actually get some student loan repayment. And so after three years, my student loans will be almost completely paid off. So that is a huge win. That's nice. Yeah. So I'm so excited. But that's really kind of the only update I have. Things have kind of been the same still kind of going through this little bit of a bulk with Sarah, we are going to start a cut at the end of the month, my first one. Um, I'm eating about 12 times my body weight in calories, um, which is about where Sarah wanted me to be. So we're at about 1700 calories a day. So we are doing the thing. Um, We'll talk in another episode kind of about I'm feeling a little bit like of an imposter. And I think that's something that like I've been feeling lately just because of some changes that have been happening. So that will be another episode that you guys will definitely want to check out, but let's pop in with Danielle. Let's talk about retreat, do a catch up and just talk about all things bariatric retreat. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. It was so amazing. Um, so, uh, in case anyone on the, uh, listener side doesn't know, I was fortunate enough to be able to speak at the bariatric retreat last weekend put on by uh, Bariatric Society and Advent Health. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, I was on a panel about mental health uh, post weight loss surgery. um, And I guess just mental health in general, because it applied if you were pre-op as well. Um, And it was really fun. It was in Orlando, Florida at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort. Um, we went to magic kingdom one night, um, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but we kind of just wanted to do like a little recap, um, as far as that's concerned. So we, uh, got there, um, on Wednesday, um, and which I will kind of get into my, uh, travel nightmares too. So, uh, <laughs> Wednesday we flew in, um, early morning and we got there around two getting there was no issues. We got there. Great. Um, my husband traveled with me. Um, as most of you guys probably know by now, he is definitely my security blanket. Um, I could not do it without him. I just need that comfort of him being with me. Um, and so he was there, uh, we flew in and we went to the pool that first day and went to a dinner at the, uh, Port Orleans, 
restaurant uh, at, uh, well, it was at the Walt Disney World Port Orleans restaurant. I think it was called, oh gosh, I'm spacing the name, but it was a good like, uh, like Creole type of place. Um, And the food was really good. Um, And so we ate very good that night. And then the next morning I had a speaker brunch where I got to meet all of my favorite people in person. Um, It was literally overwhelming just to be surrounded by so many people that like have impacted my journey and that like I really look up to Um, and to just, there was so much positivity. Um, All of the speakers were absolutely amazing. Um, I just, it was just such a good group. Um, And then what do we do? Oh, then we kind of hung out all by the pool on Thursday. Um, and I got to connect with, um, a lot of the girls that like I follow on Instagram, um, which has been so cool. Now we actually have like a group chat started. So, uh, just to be like friends now with some of the people that like I've been friends with on social media is really cool. Um, so now we have like a little group chat and we're all trying to figure out like when we're going to see each other again. Um, but so that was Thursday. We all kind of were by the pool and then we had a welcome party. So we got to meet all the attendees for the first time. Um, and I am a very competitive person and there was a scavenger hunt, um, at the welcome party. And of course I won. Um, (laughs) you don't have to like, if you're going to give me a challenge, I'm going to do it and I'm going to win. Um, (laughs) And so I asked, I was like, uh, can speakers participate in this? And they're like, um, I mean, I guess I'm like, okay, I'm about to win. Like no questions asked. I'm about to win. Um, and so, well, it was, uh, like take picture, like a a picture scavenger hunt. So take pictures with someone from your state, um, take picture, a picture with someone who's pre-op, take a picture from someone who works at Advent Health. And so I feel like I did kind of have a leg up because I already knew the people from Advent Health. So like, I was like, okay, I know John works there. Like, I'll go take a picture with him. Um, and so I did have a little bit of a leg up, but I won a gift card to Disneyland. Um, yeah, or I guess a Disney gift card. I'm going to use it at Disneyland. Um, okay, that's perfect since you guys are going to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a secret though. That's a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was exciting. Well, and that was my purpose of like wanting to win. I was like, oh, I could use this. So, um, so I won that. We uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, Thursday, we like ended up dancing at the welcome party. They had a DJ. Uh, it was super fun. So nice getting to like meet everyone and just like kind of let loose. Um, and then um, we ended up like, we wanted to go to uh, one of the, uh, the like on-site properties they had uh, karaoke at a sushi bar and I thought of you except it was like a two-hour wait to get in because the place was pretty tiny and so we're like mm, okay I guess we're not gonna do that uh but I thought of you I was like oh Kennedy would be so proud of me oh but gosh, I was gonna I sing karaoke <laughs> <laughs> um and so then we all just ended up uh hanging out in uh Des and Michelle's room and hanging out which was fun and then Friday, we got right into the keynote and um, watched some people speak. And then from there, it was Disney time. And so we went to Magic Kingdom um, and I'm a ride girl. And so uh, Modern Mom and Tanya and I decided we were all going to um, like something went wrong. Oh, please try again. 
Something went wrong. Something went wrong. Siri. Hold on. What, what went wrong? Okay, my Siri went wrong. Sorry, guys. You're good. <laughs> uh, and so um, uh, we all decided that we were going to do like rides. So we got the Genie Plus and we basically hit every ride. Like, well, every ride we wanted to like accomplish in the five hours we were there, which is normally definitely like a day or two day thing, but we were like on a mission. So I got to the point where like we ran, uh, we went to uh, Space Mountain at like 10:30 when our fast pass started and it closes at 11 and we still had another fast pass for seven dwarfs after so we literally were running across the park to get to our last fast pass before it closed um but that was like a huge non-scale victory in itself like tanya was like she's like i would never she's like i don't run i was like come on you could do this like we're jogging i was like we're just gonna get there you know and it was like oh my gosh we together had lost 400 pounds like we could have never done that that's amazing yeah, like the three of us could have never run from like point A to point B before. So it was really cool that we're like, okay, we're going to run. We're going to make the last fast pass. And so that was like our last thing of the day. And that was really cool. Um, and then Saturday, another great keynote, um, followed by more speakers. And that is when I had my session. Um, my session was very heavy, <laughs> um, intentionally and unintentionally. Uh, it was a heavy topic. Mental health is you know, it's very vulnerable. Um, and I am such a crier. I, of course, am the one that made everyone cry, um, because I started crying. And so when I looked out, literally, I don't think I saw a single person without tears in their eyes. And I was like, well, I guess mission accomplished, but also sorry. And I was like, you guys, everyone's looking at me crying, (laughs) but, uh, it was a great session. I got so much positive feedback. Um, about how many people like related to my session and how many people needed the session. Um, And I was so blessed with uh, the stage that I was sharing. Um, I had Nolani and Stephanie and Tabitha, and it was just like a really good group of women up on stage. And overall, just like, I felt so incredibly blessed to have been a part of it. Um, And my session or our session was like one of the most attended um, for the whole weekend. So I felt super honored about that. Um, and just overall, like it was such a cool thing to be a speaker and to just give back a little bit to the community that I feel like has been so supportive of me. Um, and so that was Saturday. I watched a few of my friends speak on Saturday as well. Um, then we had the gala, the prize gala that night, um, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Sarah actually gave out a prize for coaching. Um, I can't recall who won that. So I'm excited if you're listening and you were one of the winners um, and won the fit with me coaching, you are in for a real treat. We love her. Um, Sarah is fabulous. Um, Yes, she's amazing. And so someone won, I think two or three months free coaching with Sarah. Um, And so very cool experience there. And then after that, uh, Gage and I went and grabbed dinner. Um, and, uh, I know some other people like went out, like a lot of, uh, my friends went out and actually went on a party bus. Um, but I just couldn't do it. I could not keep up for one. And for two, um, we had to be on a flight very early the next morning. Um, and so we, uh, declined. However, we, uh, woke up early for our, our flight, uh, got to the airport very early. 
Uh, we had a 7.30 a.m. flight. So we were at the airport uh, by 5.30. We were up at like mm-hmm. 4.30. Uh, security was long. We got through there. We get it to our gate and they tell us we don't have a plane. And um, so we're delayed. Then so we have a before? No. So we're at the airport. Uh-huh. So we're at the airport. There's no plane. And then they have a plane, but no crew. And so we ended up not leaving Orlando, I want to say, till 9.30 or 10 a.m. So we could have, at that point, went on the party bus um, and still had time to sleep. And Or I could have, on Sunday, I wanted to be home with the kids, so I missed out on, like, the Mother's Day brunch and Des's arm workout, um, which I could have went to uh, and not been stuck at the airport. So that was when we were at the airport uh, in Orlando. Then we get on the plane. We're supposed to have... uh, like a stop, but no plane change, like brief layover, just like let people out and have people come on in Milwaukee, which uh, that is like out of the way, but it was the earliest flight home. Originally, it was supposed to be the earliest flight home. So we get to Milwaukee. The plane is having issues. So we have to deplane and wait for a different plane. And we were literally stuck. We ended up, I was supposed to be home at 1130 um, in the morning. On Mother's Day, we did not get home until 5:30, and so we had a 12-hour travel day, um, and basically did not get to spend time with my kids for Mother's Day. We went out to dinner, and by that time it was bedtime. Um, so the travel day was awful. Uh, so thanks uh, Southwest for the great Mother's Day. So yeah, just overall that the travel back was not great. Um, Normally I fly Southwest and I have no problems. I know people like hate on them sometimes, um, but I've never had any problems, but this is my first one. And I was like, wow, like what a bad day to have that happen. So we were hungry. We were tired. Just, yeah, it was rough. And so at that point I was like, I could have, Sorry, I think travel right now is a disaster. Like so many people that are traveling right now, I've heard that are just like having issues. I'm going to Vegas at the end of the month and I'm flying Allegiant, which is like already a death trap basically. Um, but it's the cheapest flight from Billings to Vegas. And it's the only one that's direct. And I'm like, I'm probably, what if I get stuck in Vegas? I have a friend that went a couple weeks ago and they had to buy like a completely different ticket on a different airline to get home. And I'm like, that's the last week of school too. So like, I really, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. So we'll see. But yeah. Yeah. It was, I just, at that point, like I just wanted to get home as early as possible, which is why I didn't book the direct flight. Cause it was supposed to be back because the direct flight didn't fly out till later. So I would have gotten home later. So I'm like, man, I purposely booked this knowing I was going to be travel, you know, like out of the way so that I could get home earlier for this. I could have flown the direct flight and been home earlier than I was with all the delays. So yeah, that was, that was kind of unfortunate, but I'm sad you weren't at retreat because I feel like you would have loved everyone and everyone would have loved you. I know I'm sad, but. Hopefully I should be able to make the next one. So now that school's done and I have like a permanent job and I just really need to, I want to. Um, What do you think your biggest takeaway was from the retreat? Honestly, oh gosh, there's like so many things that like come to mind. I guess just like, it was just such a cool experience being in a place where like everyone had like dealt with the same things as you and like related to you on every level. Um, whether it was like loose skin, body image, um, like 
everyone kind of is at different points in their journey. And so maybe has different goals. Some people were eating just a little three ounces. There's also people like Dalton who are on prep and, you know, like it just everyone throughout their journeys, um, having people like relate, you know? And so that was very cool. And then also it was just so cool meeting so many people that I've like looked up to. And like, now I genuinely call them friends. Um, and honestly, I think that it's easy to look at influencers or people, you know, that are popular on social media and think, well, maybe they're not as friendly as they put on, or maybe they're not, you know, every single person that I've met so far is just as genuine and kind as like they appear on social media. And they really like, I just met some of the best humans that like, I know I'll have like lifelong friendships with. Um, so that was very cool as well. That's so exciting. That's so awesome. Well, and I, I think that that part of that plays into that is the fact that like we all come from a similar situation and a similar background. Mm-hmm. So we can relate. Cause like, honestly, I tend to have the most relaxed time with like my friends who have had surgery, whether that's, I travel to meet those friends or I have one in town who has just because they get it. Like they understand, you don't have to worry about people questioning how much you're eating or why you're not drinking with your meals. If you aren't somebody who drinks with your meals, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's having that community and that connection is so important. And I think that's why the mental health thing was such a heavily attended portion of the retreat and why it was so impactful and meant so much because I really feel like we've talked about mental health in the past on here mental health and weight loss and weight loss surgery especially is not something that many of us are prepared for they'll tell you like oh there's limits and changes and you might have to you know when you lose fat your hormones go a little crazy and you might you know be a little moody for three months big difference between being a little moody for three months and being in a cycle of you know self-hate self negative self-talk yes. even sometimes those suicidal ideations that I know people have experienced after surgery like this because it is such a big change so I really think that you speaking about that in your mental health is really important and I know I really appreciate that because if we don't talk about it no one's going to talk about it and it's not going to get better and I really feel like the mental health is something that people really should be talking about and dealing with before surgery because it really can make an impact on your overall success with surgery and with just life afterwards. Well, and that one of the things that we kind of talked about is that it's okay to not be okay. And the more that you can share, like, so what made me originally, I was the one who put in for like the, the proposal for the panel. And what made me do it was actually a post from Stephanie, um, one hungry mother, Um, she had posted, basically she had her husband take a picture of one of her lows and it was a very, uh, like sobering image of her basically crawled up naked on the bathroom floor. Um, and it was so powerful. Um, I texted her and asked if she was okay. We had a conversation, but then I said, you know, this is something that we need to talk about. Like, it was so beautiful, like so heartbreaking, but beautiful that she was so vulnerable that I was like, you know, this is something that like we should talk about. Um, and I asked her if she would be willing to be on a panel with me and she's like, yeah, submit it. And so as we kind of got to talking about it, I was like, the more that we see that, the more that we share, Hey, I'm not okay. That allows other people to reach out and say that they're not okay. And the more that you widen that circle of there's lots of people struggling and here's my struggle, here's your struggle. The more that you can relate to people and talk and connect. And that way you don't feel so alone. Um, and so that's been something that 
you know, that was one of the topics that I kind of hit on was that the more we can open up and talk about it, um, the more other people are able to talk about it, get help and just form like a bigger community. I can't hear you. <laughs> I muted myself. Sorry. Uh, I think that's like every aspect of life too. Cause like as a teacher something I try to really do is talk very openly and candidly about, you know, mental health or if a student has an issue or like I've shared with my students that like I have ADHD and I've had kids look at me and be like, a teacher can have ADHD. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Your teachers probably have depression and anxiety and BPD and bipolar and all these things that you just don't know about because people are so scared to talk about them. And this younger generation is really opening that door. They are having these conversations. I mean, they'll have them in class, just openly talk about them to one another. And I think it's so important. And I think, you know, people like you and Steph and Sammy and Bree and those people coming together to talk about something that is so important in this community really does make a difference. Because like you said, if we don't see people talking about it, no change is going to happen. And then people are scared to talk about it because there is a stigma that already comes with mental health. Add that stigma on to being overweight and then yes. losing weight and losing weight through a surgery where people kind of look down on that, which is why we're doing the things we're doing, trying to change that is really hard. And I think that that definitely is probably going to lead us into our next conversation that you guys will get to hear in a couple of weeks. Um, it kind of ties into mental health and kind of that feeling of being part of a community, but also not always feeling like you fit into a community, you know? So I think that I just am so grateful that you guys did this. And I'm just so grateful that this community is growing and that the retreats seem to be growing and there's just more interest and amazing things happening. So many options of things to do at those retreats. So it was amazing. And just the community aspect was just so impactful. Um, and to realize like some people like, maybe, you know, like maybe didn't realize that they were struggling or maybe felt like they couldn't talk or say that they were struggling, um, to be able to shed light on that. Um, I had so many people come up to me afterwards and just be like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea that like other people were going through this or that, that maybe how, how bad I was actually feeling. Um, you know, like maybe I'd kind of hidden it from myself and, um, I just, there was just so many amazing people and just the whole weekend, I just felt like so loved and supported. And like, I had people come up to me that were like, I literally came because you were going to be here. And I just like, oh, that's so I, sweet. Like, <laughs> I just, it, it's really like an overwhelming feeling. Um, and definitely walked away just feeling like so incredibly grateful. Um, I also am like, I, you know, we've talked about this. I am not the most outgoing person. Um, I may appear that way on social media, but that is like not me. So I, sometimes I had to like take breaks, which is why I'm so glad Gage was there because he really was like my mental check-in and like my safe place where I'd literally run. So he didn't have any plans the whole week. He didn't attend anything. So he was at the pool. He was in the room. He was eating, living his best life, whatever. He was relaxing. And so- yeah. So I'd literally like run away and just like take a few hours, like to like spend with him to like recharge my battery. Um, and that was like, so needed for me because as much as like people were excited to see me, I was like really excited to see them. And also just like feeling really honored. And like, honestly, I get shy when people are like excited to see me. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like as shy or nervous as they might be. Like I'm more mm. nervous. <laughs> I promise. And I always tell people this and like, I try to like make it like, I promise if you like come up to me, I will be more awkward than you would ever be. 
because I get so shy and like nervous. And then it's like, I'm just like, so shy. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And so I definitely had times where like, I had to get that break and be like, okay, I'm okay. I could do this. Like, you know, because I am such like a shy person naturally. Um, but it was really good for me to like get out of my box. I could never in a million years imagine going (laughs) to something like this, uh, pre weight loss. Like I would have never had the confidence, even if it was like, even if it was a place where people were all overweight that hadn't lost weight or hadn't had surgery, you know, like I can't imagine ever going to something like this, um, and having to like put yourself out there and like try to meet people or talk to people or whatever, anything like that before surgery. And I just like, I made a post yesterday, but I was just really reflective of like how far I've come. And it was really like, uh, solidifying to me of how much like inner change I've made. And that like, I was able to be strong enough, like in myself to be able to get up in front of people and speak and actually enjoy it. Um, I'm definitely going to put in to be a speaker for the next retreat. Um, and so just, yeah, uh, just very cool to see how much personal growth I've had, um, in overcoming like some of my insecurities, um, me being like self-conscious or shy, um, it's been very cool to see just how much personal growth I've had. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, you know, I haven't been to the retreat yet. The last retreat I was supposed to go to and Kyle had his health issues. So I had to cancel like three days before I was supposed to go. Um, and I wasn't speaking at that one. I was just attending and I was so excited, but life happens. And then this one was towards the end of the school year with my new job. So I just couldn't make it work. But, um, I, I mean, there's no way I would have gone to Nashville in September before. There's no way there is no way I wouldn't. I didn't like to travel before. And I think part of it was because I don't necessarily like airplanes. They freak me out. They still kind of do until I'm in the air that I'm fine. Cause like, I don't, I'm like Amy and I don't understand how airplanes work. They're confusing. It doesn't make sense how something so heavy can fly through the air. It freaks me out. Um, also I was never comfortable. I didn't want to travel, especially alone. Like I needed my mom or my husband or a friend to travel with me when I did travel, because I would just have like panic attacks in the airport and I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go and meet new people Mm -hmm. and expose myself to people. And I mean, like we've talked about the fact that like I went back to school after I lost weight because I didn't want to stand in front of a classroom of kids being overweight. And that's a very real thing. And I think sometimes we, we have those conversations and people think, well, that's a really stupid reason to not do something you enjoy. But when you feel so trapped in your body and in your mind, because you and I both didn't grow up overweight. Right. So for me, I felt truly trapped in a body Mm -hmm. that wasn't mine and to have that feeling stripped away and feeling free to do things I wouldn't have done before I think is so important I really appreciate that you mentioned that because there I mean I do so much more now whether it's even at home or flying and visiting people making trips to you know plans to see people that I maybe haven't met before is something completely different and I really think that's an important point that you made up and I really hope people think about that and realize that like this is a safe and exciting and welcoming and loving community. And no matter what part of your journey you're in, whether you're pre-op, post-op, I'm almost three years post-op. Like, I don't even feel like I had surgery anymore. It's kind of one of those weird positions. So whether you're anywhere in your journey, you're going to find a place to fit in, in the bariatric community, but especially at a bariatric retreat, because there were people who were pre-op there. Oh, it was so amazing. And I forgot one of my, uh, like top moments, uh, as I was doing my little, like, quick rundown is during lunch they had a fashion show and to see so many beautiful people um and 
not just beautiful physically, but like to know all of their hearts and know that each person is just like so incredibly amazing. And like the transformations that they've made to feel the confidence to like strut on a runway that would have never happened probably before. Um, I mean, it was just amazing. Like every time you just, you saw someone new come down, it's like, you want to cry. Like I cried so much. I don't have eyelash extensions right now because Ah. it was literally just so emotional. Well, and I don't know, some people can still wear their lash extensions. I hate the feeling. If I cry in my lash extensions, uh, I want to rip them all off because they get Mm. like salty. Um, And so I literally, I cried so much. Um, It was just the whole time. It was just so emotional. Everything made you want to cry because it was just, there was so many happy moments so many cool moments, so many relatable moments. Um, I highly recommend if anyone uh, is like thinking about going, the next one is in San Antonio in November of 2023. So it's a a ways away, but so time to plan, time to save, do what you got to do. You got to be there. Um, It is just, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Just, there are really no words to describe like how amazing um the community is and just like I feel so incredibly blessed that I was able to go and meet so many people um I just really felt so heard and understood and validated and it it was a great time and I definitely like I'm all in I I told uh Stephanie and Dr. Dovek I'm like you know, any uh, Advent Health might be doing their own thing too. That was kind of announced. So I was like, you know, anything Advent Health does count me in. Like I'm a huge supporter. Anything the Bariatric Society does count me in. Like I'm all in Um, because I am just like a huge supporter. I want to be such a huge advocate for this community. Uh, It was just absolutely incredible. Yeah. One thing that I wanted to add real quick that just kind of popped in my mind as we were talking about this is like, truly everybody that I have met in this community is incredible. They're amazing. They're understanding, they're accepting, they're loving, they're supportive, they're encouraging, which I think is so important. And I was thinking about this and I was like, you know, why, why is everybody in this community? So everybody that we've met, at least, I mean, there's, you know, negatives in every community, but why is everybody that I've been exposed to in this community, which is a lot of people, whether it's online or in person, I mean, there were 15 of us in, in Nashville, which 15 people meeting some for the first time could have been a complete and utter nightmare. And it was pretty good. And I think part of that is because we have all been in the same situation. We have all felt ostracized from society. We've all felt like we don't belong. We've all felt like people don't support us. We've all felt trapped in our bodies. We have all felt really unhappy with ourselves. And I think that those fundamentals of all being in the same place at one point in our life really does allow us to be more empathetic, more loving, more accepting, more understanding of those around us who are going through things that we've been through. And I think that is because we've been through those things or we've been there. I mean, lately, something that's been coming up a lot is Duff, you know, the designated ugly fat friend. Um, And I've seen that a lot, especially kind of mentioned in our community where people lose friends or they lose a place in their community where they've been. And it's because they lose weight. And there is a lot of us that is impacted by what we physically look like. And it does play an impact on where we fit into society. And so when that is stripped away from you, you do have to kind of embrace this new community. And I think all of us have been through that where some sort of dynamic, whether you were the duff quote unquote, or you were the, you know, just really bubbly, fun, excited person, which that was me because I didn't feel comfortable with my physical body. So I just made my personality way bigger. 
And so now people are like, you're a lot more quiet. Like you're, I thought you were more of an extrovert than you are. And I'm like, well, I am, but I think it's just because I'm comfortable and confident in myself. So I don't feel like I need to put on a show first per se, or for people to like you. Yeah. For people to like me. And as sad as that is, because of that's the society we live in where your weight and what you look like does impact your success and your happiness and your life. It can for sure. Um, I think is really important. And I think that's something that all of us connect with and why these kinds of events are so impactful and so important in this community, because you do have to create a new community after you go through something like this. That's a hundred percent. And so for like, so you said you became bubbly, like for me, I just like Mm -hmm. wanted to be invisible. Like, and so I already, even before I uh, like was overweight, I was never super like outgoing or, but like, I'm more of an introvert. Um, Like I'm an extroverted introvert. And then I love like hanging out with people, but my battery is recharged alone Mm -hmm. or with like the people closest to me. Um, And so I just shut down even more. I like, I did not have friends. Like I did not go out. I did not socialize. And like now even sometimes like Gage is like, this is crazy. Like, you know, that I wanted to go out for my birthday this year. Like just so many things, you know, that it's like, and I have a group of friends. Like the fact that I have a few different like friend groups that it's like, wow, like I actually have people that I like want to hang out with, try to build relationship with. Um, That's like new for me. Um, I have a best friend who I've had for like over 10 years now who is fabulous. Um, but she was my only friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can truly say besides her engaged, those are my people. Um, and they are still my people, but I have, uh, more people now, which I didn't have before. And I would have never mm-hmm. like sought out before. I would have never any of that, like at all. Um, and so it's interesting to me to feel like I have like I can genuinely say I have friends now, which, um, oh, I might cry, which like looking back, <laughs> Me too. I, uh, I, uh, didn't have friends. I had my best friend mm-hmm. and my husband, and that was really, I mean, there were acquaintances or, you know, but right. nothing that like, nothing that I want, I wanted to like, I was too embarrassed to even like, if somebody wanted to be friends to like put in to a friendship so like now I have friends who were like, I knew people from before or whatever, but like now I'm able to like actually put into a friendship. And so now to think about like all of these friendships that I have and just to like that I had friends come to a, a birthday for me was like, that was kind of, it was a big moment. And like, yeah. It, it's, yeah, I'm really proud of myself for how far I've come that like, I now have like other friendships. I was kind of the same way. I mean, I didn't love to go out and things, but when I did, I was really bubbly and fun and wanted to be friends with everybody. But Kyle kind of had that same thing. Like it was an adjustment period because I suddenly was like wanting to go do things and like wanting to go out and wanting to go back on stage and seeing karaoke. And then like a year ago, I started hosting karaoke for fun, which I never would have done. I didn't even really enjoy seeing karaoke a ton when I was overweight because I didn't want to be on stage. It's just, I didn't feel comfortable. And so to have that stripped away and to really truly feel like I am back to myself, I think is so important. And I do, I totally agree that like some of us lose a piece of ourselves and to have the friendships we have, I mean, there's no way I would have met you or, you know, Mary Clara or, you know, any of the people that we've met through these trips and connected with and continue to have relationships with, you know, and I just, 
I'm so excited to see how this community keeps to grow. And I really think these events are so important because these are how we break the stigma, coming together as a community, supporting one another, loving one another, um, talking about our journeys is how we end this stigma of weight loss surgery, talking openly and honestly. And like, it's something I talk about even with my students, they'll ask me, they'll be like, oh, like you're really into fitness, what happened? And sometimes they'll find my Instagram and be like, that wasn't you. I'm like, yeah, it was. And I have an honest conversation with them about weight loss surgery and the options because I want mm-hmm. these kids to know that it's not the easy way out. It's really hard. And I'm honest with them. I'm like, yeah, I, I almost died. Like I was on a feeding tube. I had emergency surgery. Like this is not easy. And I've had a ton of kids be like, oh, my aunt had that. She just doesn't talk about it. Or my mom did that. And she's doing great. Like at least eight kids have said like my aunt, my mom, my sister, somebody in their life has had weight loss surgery. And I'm like, because you just don't, you don't talk about Mm -hmm. it. And if you bring it up, almost every conversation I have with somebody where I talk about it openly, I hear about, oh, my aunt had that, or my mom had that. And all, honestly, a lot of those people have been successful. Very rarely now do I hear, oh, my mom did that. She fell her way back, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think this is just so important. And I'm just so glad you got to go and are sharing it with us. And I just really hope that at the next event, people will get to meet both of us together. Yes, I know. I'm sad you couldn't go. If you went, then I probably would have been able to use you as my emotional support person. <laughs> I know, right? I know, it's so hot. He's like, well, I probably won't be able to go to the retreats. So I was like, that's okay, Danielle will be there. We'll just be each other's emotional support. Emotional <laughs> support pets for the weekend. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Anything else you want to add about the retreat before we hop off? <sighs> Gosh, I don't, just that it was just so, it's really hard to put into words. Um, Like, I just still have like so many emotions about it. It was just so, so cool. Um, And I guess just the final, like, if you're able to make it a priority to go to the next one, Um, no matter how far out you are, if you're pre-op, if you're post-op, it's just, it was just so amazing. It was amazing. Um, all of the events are great. The speakers are great. Um, we got really cool swag bags um, that were filled with amazing stuff. Uh, lots of amazing sponsors. Just, it, I couldn't, it, it's amazing. And it's definitely something that you put on your priority list um, because it'll help you. Um, I just, I feel like I got so much out of it. And um, I'm sure that everyone else got a ton out of it as well. So, put it on your calendars. Um, let me double check the dates. Cause I want everyone to literally, I want everyone to put this on their calendar. I'm doing it right now too. Let's see. It is. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's November of, let me see. I know it's November of 2023 and then it's in San Antonio. Okay. I found it. It is official. Put it on your calendar. It is San Antonio, Texas, November 2nd through 5th of 2023. So it is marked down for me and I'm going. Me I will be there. It is saved in mind. And like you said, there could be events that are coming up before that, you guys. So just make sure that you are following these pages. Make sure you're following Iva Health. Make sure you're following Bariatric Social. Make sure you're following the Fabulously Fit podcast um, on Instagram. Make sure you're following Danielle and myself because we will be posting about these things. We'll be posting about things we're traveling to, things we're going to. Um, I mean, we also travel to see each other. We travel to see other mm-hmm. friends and we share those things. And I think that those are important things for you guys to be part of too, because this is community building and it is so important to long-term success to have people around you who support you and love you 
and to have a community, even if you have to travel or meet through FaceTime or text and talk. Like my part of my favorite part of my week is when Danielle and I get to sit down and talk to each other because we get to share something that's impacts both of us. And it's an ongoing friendship and, and a love here that we get to have. And I, I want everybody in this, else in this community to feel this way and to feel so supportive and loved like I have, because I truly do not think I would be as successful as I have been at almost three years out had I not built the friendships in the community around myself. I'm going to cry. Man. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's so important though. It really, the, the, this community is like, it's emotional because it is like, it's so impactful and it's so important to like find your people. And I just think that we're blessed to have found ours and hopefully more people will go and we can be part of their, you know, uh, part of their like groups and part of their uh, support. And it's just, yeah, very, very cool. And I, I love you so much. I'm so, I I cannot wait till the next time we are together in person. Um, Hopefully this summer, but. Yes. Yes. Well, you guys remember to please follow us on Instagram. I am Kennedy and I'm at bypass and bougie. And I am Danielle at VSGD 2020. And you guys make sure you're following the podcast page as well. As we are getting into summer and things are calming down a little bit, we will be posting a lot more content. So, um, and like I said, you know, Danielle are trying, Danielle and I are trying to get together this summer. So hopefully we'll have some in-person content for you guys this summer as well. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please make sure you guys check out our Facebook page or our Instagram page on Facebook, our Instagram page, leave us comments, send us a message. If you have any questions, um, we share them with each other. So if you send me a question, I'll share it with Danielle and you know, vice versa. So please share questions with us, ask us anything, connect with us. We would love to connect with you guys, hop into our inboxes. Um, cause like we said, this is about community building and that's what we're here for. So Kennedy, we forgot a motivation Monday. Oh no. Well, I think this whole thing is a motivation Monday. Um, yes. Yeah. This whole thing is a motivation Monday. There you go, guys. We'll do one in our next one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, make sure you tune in with us next week. We're going to have a conversation about fitting into community and imposter syndrome and like what, how to get through those times when you maybe don't feel like you're fitting in. So please make sure you guys come back next time and join us and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.